2: .fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin podcast. As always, I'm Brian. And I'm Jason. Tonight, you guys, or I should say this morning, usually we're recording these things in the evening. This morning, we're coming to you with another epic guest, Mr. Rodney Yak Savage Hicks, part of Wu Tungsten, Doomsday Tackle, Dakota Lithium Batteries, Deeper, Catch Products, and Never Lost. There you Mr. go. Mr. Hicks, welcome to the show.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. How you doing?
2: Absolutely, man. Yeah, we're doing good, good. man.
3: How uh, are you, man? Oh, man, I'm doing great, man. It's weather finally cooperating, you know? The sun is out. Everything is looking good, man. Just got to get past all this rain. Besides yeah. that, everything's oh, great. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the rain's ridiculous. Yeah, buddy. It got hot out, too. It's muggy now. Yeah, it's... Same. All right, man. Yeah. I knew it was going to do that. As soon as yeah. as soon as that weather broke I knew it was gonna to get to nineties instantly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I just ran before we started this, I ran to get a little cup of coffee and uh yeah man, it's already hot and steamy out there this morning, so um but um so Rodney, why don't you tell us how you uh you got in a kayak and started kayak
3: fishing.
0: Uh, yeah, no
3: doubt. Uh so basically, man, um I was looking for something to take up my time. I was doing a lot of things, you know, I wasn't necessarily happy about, Uh, you know, Friday nights, you go out to bars, you hang out with your buddies, and I was doing it a little bit too often, so I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to what I used to do with my uncle when we was kids. We used to go fish on the Fox River a lot. Oh, right on. So, yeah, yeah, so I went to Walmart one day, just out of pure like, I'm about to switch things up, bought me a Mitchell spinning rod, (laughs) and, uh, I went out, I went out, man, I went to Bussy Woods, bro, and I skunked, I skunked that place up every day. I mean, I skunked that place up for at least two years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I was on YouTube, I think it was when YouTube really started to get crazy with the kayak bass fishing. And sure. I seen, you know, I seen Chad Hoover on his kayak. I said, what the... Matter of fact, I think he was on the Commander. That's how, that's okay. how, that's how long ago it was, right? He was on yep. the Commander. And, uh said, man, that's got to be cool, man, because I'm tired of uh, standing on a bank, and about this time, I got four or five rods, I think my gear is up to par, you know, and uh, I talked to my wife, and I said, hey, babe, I think I want to get a kayak. And after, you know, pleading with her and going back and forth, we finally get to Bass Pro Shop, and I get a kayak, and I think that was
2: 2015.
3: Okay. I I got a kayak. Now, mind you, when I got the kayak, I never, never kayak fished before, period. And now uh, I think it was 2016, beginning of 2016, when KBL hit the scene. Okay. And they had they had their first uh, tournament at Shabana. Okay. So, uh, I took that a sin. I think it was a sin FS12T. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. First time never been to kayak. First tournament drove all the way to Man, put the drop the boat, skunked it up. Man, I be mean, I know what I was doing, at <laughs> I think I have. <laughs> I, I bought a i bought a Lawrence, uh i think it was a Lawrence elite four
2: okay yeah
3: uh, i've had one and, of those yeah they had, the, <laughs> they, had the, they had the whole inside whole sonar type of deal yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that was, that was my first introduction man and that's why you know i got out and met all the guys from KBL um at that shopping tournament man if i'm not mistaken i want to say it was 2016.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's about the time they started up, I believe. From yeah. when we talked to Alan, it was yeah, it was yeah, 2015 or 2016,
3: but I'm almost positive it was 16. Yeah, I think it. Was, I heard about them. It was 2015 that was us launching the, internet, the uh, website, and then uh, I think 16 was the when they when they cracked that first tournament out there. And I've been I've been rocking it ever since, man. Since uh, 2016 well i
2: i just met you at the chicago fishing show for the first time uh this past winter Mm. and uh you know we chatted a little bit and i was over in the rocktown booth you were looking for some stuff and i was like yeah yeah yeah. i'll get it for you man let me let me go to the shop tomorrow morning i'll pick it up and i I remember going home that night i'm like who is this rodney hicks dude and uh (laughs) I went on, I, I found your Facebook page, added you as a friend or whatever, and then I went to your YouTube page, and I remember seeing you fish in a KBL event, and you missed, like, a bunch of bass or something. Oh, and it, man, it was, yeah. uh, I think you put the title, like, the Mike Iconelli freak out in a kayak or something <laughs> along those lines. And if you guys go search for Rodney's YouTube page, and it's like Rodney was Mike Iconelli that day for sure. Man. And I'm like, like- well, this dude is is pretty energetic. I like this guy. You know, and uh, we've run into each other quite a few times uh, here and there at events and stuff in between. And uh, it's been great getting to know you, man. You're just uh, a super humble, laid back dude. And, uh, you know, you're out there, you know, chasing the dream. But, uh, yeah. um, you know, and then not only that, but I remember you were at uh, the NC this year
0: mm-hmm. and
2: uh, you had a video you put up on your Facebook page.
1: Is that the one you showed me? Yeah,
2: that was the one yeah. I showed. I showed Mister Ricketts last night, and uh, and it and it, it says something about you, man, because you were like, I'm cold, it's been raining, mm. tired, I could have gave up, could have went home, and then mm. you're like, boom, hold up a just a slob of a bass, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know that's the one thing I like about Rodney, man. He just he don't care. He'll just sit out there and he'll go for it until he succeeds man and he's a go-getter yep. so that's super super awesome man no doubt so man.
1: we got kind of a similar background man five we started back in 2015 on in a on a bass pro ascend it's, it's kind of my same same type of boat almost well you mm-hmm. had to sit on top i had to sit inside but yeah same time frame man it's crazy how things happen to you over a short period of time relatively yeah.
3: short yeah you know. yeah for sure
2: heck yeah yep. man heck yeah well you fish uh you know uh we just had Susie roll off on um okay who she she's, uh, a,
3: she's a great angler man
2: yeah she's uh she's a stand-up chick man uh, and she's mm-hmm. a great advocate sure. for the sport in general but she runs great lakes kayak fishing and you just came off uh just recently had a, a first place finish in one of their events man
3: yeah i did yeah yeah at uh the long uh long lake and round lake event yeah it was our second stop of the uh, series
2: um, which lake were you fishing for that?
3: Oh man, long, long for lake. sure.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you want to run us through like what you were throwing and, you know.
3: Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, so let's go, uh, I had two days of pre on that lake and, um, I was throwing a, uh, Bill Lewis Rattle Trap. Okay. And then, um, I alternate with that with a spinnerbait, uh, white chartreuse, uh, I think it was the, Sling Z from Z-Man. Okay. Yeah, so I was throwing that, and um, I was getting bites on each one, but I felt I got more consistent bites on a rattle trap. And every time I get a bite on that rattle trap, I get in, in this grass, I believe it's called curly pond leaf grass, and it's real green, real wavy-like. Yeah. And I, I figured, I was like, you know what, I'm getting bites every time I rip this grass. So I kinda of just like slow down on that, and kept it moving, you know, figured out my other oh yeah, that's my wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, to to <laughs>
2: we got another guest appearance tonight.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> we got another we got another epic guest. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, man. So I alternate between that's uh that rattler trap and that uh spinnerbait and I was like, Man, I got I'm getting consistent bites, so let me go ahead and not rip them all man and um the thing is about long lake it's a pretty decent sized lake but it's like one of those community spot lakes you sure. know you got everybody that's going to come up to those points or that or that rock edge or anything like that so it was like i get there like ah it's a guy already there so i gotta go around <laughs> and come back and do all this and that but on tournament day man um i stay with the rattle trap and you know, every day was one of those tournaments where everything went great. You know? That's hey, awesome. you know, you don't get that too often where everything falls into place, and and it did that day. And um, I think I right 90 inches and um, took awesome. home big bass as well with uh, a 19 and a quarter inch uh, kicker. That's a
2: good day of fish, nice. man.
3: That's a yeah. good day of fish. That's a good day. I mean, uh, we had we were still having inconsistent weather at the time. I knew it was still it was still postponed but i knew they was moving up you know because we'll have warm days until we got we have cold fronts so i knew they were moving you know um they weren't really quite up to the bank yet but i know they was hanging around in that grass and um that rattle trap was that's that reaction strike that was the key it was all on a reaction
2: heck yeah man heck yeah that's slick that's slick um Let's talk a little bit of catchboards. I don't think we've really talked catchboards with anybody here recently. No, no, no. Um So yeah. how, did, how did you get involved with Duke and catch and all that good stuff?
3: Um, you know what, man? Uh, ironically, I met Duke the same way I met you, man. I met him at the, uh, I think it was it was last year, I met him at the Chicago Fishing Show. Okay. And um, I was. I think I was working at Deeper booth that year. And okay. I was able to get a, I was able to get away, and um, I ran up to him. I think it, it was him and his father, maybe another colleague or whatever. And I just, uh, I talked to him a little while, you know, you know, shoot, shooting the fishing stories back and forth, and me and him just stayed in connection, man. I think we fished, um, we fished a little bit together last summer, and um, just earlier this year, man, he uh, asked me if I wanted to uh, come on staff with him, man. That's and, awesome. You know, you know Duke. Duke is another stand-up guy, man. Super yeah. honest with you, um, and also he's a realist, man. And I, I, I really like that. You know, that's a lot of guys I hear that you don't come across. That's you know straight to the point, you know, and they they truthful with you. Sure. And I like about him. And you know, he's funny as hell. Man. Yeah. And, you, know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, we he, he asked me to jump on the, on a team, and I was like, man, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely, I'd be honored to do that. You know so yeah that's how that's how i mean with them and now uh, it's been going great so far this year man
2: yeah no uh i, I met duke at the chicago fishing show this past winter as well and it was the same thing like i had chatted with him online because i had to make up my my catch board and he put uh he put the paddling fin logo on the uh, fence for me yeah and absolutely. uh you know i was like uh i saw some chitter chatter in the In the kbl group chat and uh he said something about he could do logos so i messaged him privately and i was like hey man like could you do my logo you know and he's like well you know if it's if it's too intricate you know it i might not be able to do it and i was like well let me send you an image he's like oh dude paddle thin like dude this is easy i got you and I yeah, was like, Ben's, all right, man,
1: sweet. That's Duke. Ben's yeah. Duke. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I got
2: this. Don't worry about it. And I was like, well, thanks, man. You know, um, you know, I'll promote it. And, you know, if some of our listeners want to snatch up some of those catch boards, you know, hopefully it'll produce some business for you. So, um, you know, with that being said, guys, if you guys are listening and you're looking for a, a catch board, you want to put that paddle and fin logo on there. Hit up, hit up Catchco on Instagram or Facebook um, you know, hit up Duke and uh, he'll set you guys up, man.
3: Those boards are spectacular. Um, definitely, yeah. Definitely. And it's not a gimmick. No, I have not had one bass jump off that board on me at all since I had it. Now uh, with that, well, now with that yellow hog throw, Oh man, it was flip. If you go yeah. watch the video, like Brian was selling yeah. with the with yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah bro. That, that that plastic hog throw was my. <coughs> It really was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know because of the different texture. I don't know what it was. But those when those fish on that catch board, man, they stay on there for some reason.
2: They usually do. I've had one flip off recently, and uh, cost me an iPhone. But we won't go there. <laughs> 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 that was at the FLWKBF event, but that was my fault, man. I I had my my catch board on my lap. I got lazy. Should have had it on the floor of my boat. And I mm-hmm. had the mm-hmm. fish on there, was holding it with the left hand, going to type in the measurements with the other one, and the fish just kicked, hit the bottom of my phone and up in the air and into the water it went. So uh, Yeah, dude, that's I always crazy. have my board on my lap.
1: I never have it on my boat, especially on the blue sky.
2: The the biggest problem with that was is I had a waterproof case tethered to my life vest for my <sighs> phone, but I had taken my phone out because I was like, Man, this thing's too bulky i put it on my vest purposely the night before and then guess what happened so needless to say i got a up now where my <laughs> phone is uh tethered to my vest at all times but
3: <laughs>
2: but no man those the i mean it's crazy with the cradle on the catchboard, man those fish just sit in there and they don't want to move most of the time you know um even even when we were just up in madison and i was catching smallmouth man big smallmouth we're just chilling they you know had no issues with smallmouth jumping off that board whatsoever so um yeah if you guys are interested in the catch board go check those out uh, it's k-e-t-c-h um and then another thing that rodney's part of is never lost gear i would definitely pick up a never lost tether to go along with that but um i'm not you were talking they got rod leashes and stuff as well right rodney
3: yeah, man, they got they got they got the whole shebang. They got rod leashes, they got uh, kayak uh, paddle leashes, utility leashes, especially for guys like you. who got they got the utility leashes help you out with the cell phone or a GoPro if you don't want to drop the GoPro off the side of the boat like some people I know that did yeah. they, in the past. Uh, yeah,
2: Mr. Jay Randall.
3: Yeah. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He should have had a never lost. He should have never had a never lost. Uh, utility leash man
2: well i give him a hard, i give him a hard time because he's on savior outdoors and savior's got that little bobber thing that screws on your gopro they do and he didn't have one on that one so uh it was kind of funny when that all went down and uh uh our previous host uh, scotty you know was like hey shouldn't have jay had a had a savior outdoors device on that thing and i'm like oh that's right i should remind of him of that so anytime (laughs) i bring it up he gets all flustered and pissed off but that's all right (laughs)
3: right,
2: right. (laughs) it's just jay it's just jay we we love jay jay's a good dude man but he uh, is he is um what about Dakota, man? Dakota Lithium, we haven't had anybody on that's on the Dakota Lithium team either, man. They're coming out with some cool stuff, man. I um, For sure. they, they have that power box that's got the yeah. lights and everything on it, that's pretty slick, man.
1: That
3: power box is awesome, dude. I've um, got
1: that on my radar, keep my GoPros charged and stuff like that yes, in uh, my iPhone. Because I like to use the, the GoPro app on my phone, but it just kills your battery, yeah. right? Yep, it just yep. smashes your battery. So I'm looking heavily at that Dakota
3: Lithium power box for sure. Hey man, get it man. You you will not regret it man. It's a, a fantastic investment. I even had it on my New York trip. I just recently came back from New yeah, York uh, yeah. with the family, bro, and I had the power box with me cuz I was using my GoPro and you know, we out there walking, you know, charge yeah. your cell phone on it, you know, put my GoPro dude. I use it every time I'm out fishing too.
1: How many batteries and, can you fit inside that? I heard maybe 2
3: or 3. Is that correct? It, 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 you can put either one of their batteries in there Or you can put uh, any other brand battery in there But I recommend putting a battery in there I got it right here, honestly Yeah,
1: let so, me see that Yeah, there we go How much does that weigh?
3: This right here Oh, man, I think this thing is about That's a good question, bro I believe it's about Under five? Under it's, under, it's definitely under five I think I want to say it's right around three. Oh no, wow That's not bad that's not bad at all right around three yeah man but uh it's uh 12 volt temp uh 10 amp hours man that thing gonna run all day yeah Mm. yeah so if you want to use it for your gopro and that power box bro just make sure you supply a heck load of micro sd cards because as far as juice you ain't got to worry about it man so it's it's really all time all day uh, uh power man
2: yeah nice okay yeah that's super slick man i um i got just a cheap like vexlar battery and that thing weighs a ton and Mm -hmm. uh, i use that to run my um, my garmin nine inch and Mm -hmm. uh you know i usually get 10 hours out of it but it's the weight thing you know like lithium batteries are so light you know, and it's not only that, but I know they make a bigger deep cycle battery for running troller motors and stuff and Torquidos, right? Well, Torquido yeah, comes think... with a battery, but...
3: Torquido comes with a battery, but, yeah, Dakota, um, actually, they got a battery that you can run, and I think um, one of my buddies, um, David Brooks, used that battery at the National Championship, bro. He said it was awesome. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah and it's like, I think it that battery weighs, like, i think when i looked at it it's like 36 or 40 pounds whereas mm-hmm. i think my normal deep cycle battery is like 65 i mean that's a yeah, lot that's of weight crazy. you're cutting on. that's a there,
3: lot of that's a right. lot of weight you're putting on that boat man yeah for sure yeah
2: yeah and it doesn't help that i'm you know a freaking giant and weigh like 260 pounds you know so you know anywhere i can cut weight definitely helps you know
3: yeah but that's saying a lot about how these kayaks are built
2: man yeah, yeah that is for sure man that is for sure like i tell everybody that comes into the kayak shop up there at Rocktown, you know it's like you'll fall out of these boats before before you tip them over i said when it comes to fishing kayaks stability's in mind for the fishermen all fishermen want to stand and fish out of their boats be able to move around things like that so um You'll you'll pretty much fall out before you tip it over or you got to be in some pretty gnarly
3: weather to to get that boat to tip so uh, Really gnarly. Yeah, I, I would say really gnarly and, and really gnarly and kind of inexperienced as well You know when you out there, it does get choppy. You just got to know what to look for and then you got your recreational boaters out there who want to go out there and go tubing, and you know, yeah. you got waves hitting you from left to right. You just really got to know um, how to maneuver around out there so a little bit of experience yeah for sure sure. yeah you gotta stay calm you freak out you're
1: you're gonna go swimming oh yeah Mm -hmm.
2: swimming Mm -hmm. real quick oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) here's one i'm interested in talking to you about you're part of doomsday tackle and i know i Mm -hmm. got some of their creature baits man like how did that all come about for you and what's kind of some of your favorite baits that they make
3: oh man so uh Doomsday Tackle, man, I've been with them for four years. Uh, that's, they really gave me, a. that's like probably one of my first partnerships, and they really gave me a shot. And I just got so much respect and loyalty for their company. Um, They're based out of Chatham, Virginia. Um, the uh, the owner of that, you know, the owner, he's the owner, and he also is the uh, big creator, you know, Will Stewart. You know, shout out to Will Stewart, man. Um, yeah great guy man comes up with some crazy um um patterns on his on his lures but uh yeah I was with them for uh, four years I got with them four years ago man I, I would say my favorite bait and my most consistent bait I have two honestly it's the uh, Roku 5.4 and that's the that's the like they uh That's a straight or cinco style worm, I should say, but it's uh, it got it's five sided and it's uh, it's it's packed with salt, man. It's actually really small, skinny in diameter, but it weighs more than a a cinco itself. But the great thing about it is you can rig it. it Was it was brought to mind to do the nico style fishing. Okay, but yeah, so it's 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 heavier than a cinco. But it just don't got that fat diameter profile that a single has. Sure, sure, sure. And it got that smaller Japanese style. You know, you can really finesse it. You can. I like to do a wacky rig, man, and I I, I skip that thing underneath docks, and that's the key, dude. I, I tear them up that way. Yeah. You know for sure. Um, my second bait they came out with um, last year is their swim bait. Okay. It's the uh, yeah. The shadow. The yeah, it's the little boy. It's just called a little boy. Yeah, I was just looking at the product. They got some. That's one bait on a chatter bait man is money. Um, it's money. Um, it's a it's a little wider, fatter profile with the rear body. So instead of having that tails that's flapping like that, because having that flatter, wider profile, it gives that that swim bait a wobble like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you put that chatterbait on there, man, and it intensifies it, and it's it's awesome, dude. I call pike. I, my actually, my uh, personal best trophy pike came off of that swim bait up in uh, Milwaukee last year. That you see on oh, my Facebook yeah. page, yeah, yeah, uh, Rickett, yeah. That that musky, I'm sorry, that musky came off of that uh, off a of chatterbait with that uh, doomsday um, swim bait on there.
1: Nice. Yeah. Give them a shout. Take a look. Yeah, at man.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at that Roku now. I see what you're talking about. It's a little skinnier diameter and um, Yeah, it's like instead of being round, it's got like squared off sides, right?
3: Yeah, and that was that was that was um, made intention to graph more sunlight so you can so that so that so that worm will be more visible when it's uh, Going down in a water column It you know however it goes down you grabbing light from you know from the from the sun and it, it kinda vibrates or entices that worm as it goes down. That's to make it more visible to the fish, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
2: But
1: Dude look mm-hmm. at the uh look at the doomsday sea shad.
3: That's oh, yeah, probably that's
1: the a, best shad imitation I've ever seen in my life on a bait.
3: Yeah man that that was uh that was designed from a Tennessee shad man. That's uh it's a drop shot. You can use it for a drop shot. I've seen guys actually put it on a scrounger head as well. The, it's
1: got it's got the foil in there i mean when a shad flips to the side it looks it's it's texture is so shiny man that i mean that's spot on even the body shape look at the body shape yeah
3: yeah
2: if i was Not a fish i'd eat it i'm just it's saying it's spot on man heck yeah there
1: goes my credit card, <laughs> my credit card. <laughs> right there we'll <Boy, laughs> add that one
0: yeah.
2: Oh, I my. know I got I got some of the devastators, man. I love like crayfish patterns. Like that's one of my like go to oh, yeah. clutch things. I know I got some of those devastators and the uh the reapers. Uh the I was three looking at those I think two. it's the three point twos, but um it's
3: Yeah, good, man. It, it it's three point twos are the three point twos are awesome, man. If you want that finesse, but I would say definitely go with that three point eight. I love three point eight. That's the extra length. You can yeah. put it on your regular size jig and it's crucial man for sure how the
1: movement on those are they pretty good i mean they're pretty
3: it's, it's you know what the movement on there is really subtle you talk about the is reaper it... yeah, yeah yeah it's real it's real subtle yeah
1: on. look at the uh tentacles on the mauler too those front appendages i bet those get yeah. some
3: yeah man all right it cat that catch a lot of water too those maulers catch a lot of water um i peg it on a a three eight ounce tungsten weight or whatever type of weight you wanna peg it with and and go flipping with it, man, those appendages they move man it, it's a it, they look great underneath what I' I tell you that that's awesome
1: so his wife told me to put some money back for vacation, so I went ahead and had those for cart <laughs> we're gonna vacation money's gonna be a little short this month <laughs> yeah, sorry, hon,
2: I had to talk to Rodney Hicks. I, have, uh, I had to get a tire fixed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to pull out a second mortgage, you know. Oh, that's funny. That's, hey, have,
3: hey, off topic, but how many of you guys, you know, you got a, a box come to the house and your wife look at you like, how much did that cost? Oh, baby, don't worry about it. It was sent to me. It was it was, it was, yeah. was free. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm sponsored. Yep. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, the whole time, you drop like two
1: hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a sponsored dude on this planet. As many boxes come to this house. <laughs> I always, I always get
2: the text message. It says a package arrived for you. Dot dot dot, and then right. nothing. And I'm like, gosh, oh, I didn't beat her home, man. I didn't beat her
3: home. Crap. It's like when you're a kid trying to get trying to beat the mailman before the report card yeah. came the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much.
1: Uh, I know some dudes that have uh, have their stuff shipped to their work office. Yeah. So the will war you know, corporate careers and this this big box of lures will come up there They're like, Hey man. You smart, keep man. it from the wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Buy, buy me some uh, time before the, the credit card real, statement man. shows up, you know? oh that's too funny man i paid my
1: wife off she doesn't give me any crap honestly if i want to go buy something <laughs> yeah so I, I did back-to-back tournaments i was gone two weekends in a row and you know Ooh. i paid her off with a new michaels corporate purse. So i said
3: here you go there you go there, there you go. go you got you got to come correct man
1: yeah she was just going <laughs> to say something i pull out that purse i didn't i still haven't heard anything about that nice she's been silent for a while so just got paid oh, him nice. him off
2: yeah <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be gone the next two weekends, so I, I didn't even have to buy the purse, man. I just took the wife out for a nice dinner last night, so I'm in the clear for the next two weekends. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know? But, uh, yeah. So, are you going to – so, I know, Rodney, you, you're you fishing mostly Great Lakes. Are you fishing some of the KBF trail stops this year?
3: Yeah. Um probably not um that kbf trail stop idea was at the madison event yep and um dude i'm still i'm bummed about that i i i i I don't even want to talk about that tournament but yeah that's probably the only one i do um that was with the um great lakes yeah yeah that was the great lakes but it was uh i think it was a kbf trail stop correct Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so uh I'm not. I'm not too familiar with how they trail stop. What, what their next trail stops are going to be, but if it's something local like that, I'll probably do it again.
2: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the next one is. Uh, it's uh, the weekend of the th- July thirteenth. It's in Iowa on the Mississippi River.
3: Mmm. So okay.
2: It's, it's not close, but it's close enough compared to some of the other stops. I was curious. I didn't know if you were going to fish some more of those or. Or if you were just fishing the one in Madison, just because it was part of the Great Lakes.
3: Well, it was part of the Great Lakes, and it, it was close. You know, that was only uh, three three hours away from me. Yeah. Not even probably two and a half hours away, and um, but uh, more like you said, most of their tournaments are so you know spread out. Like Ohio, I think that's what six hours, um, if I'm not mistaken, from us.
2: Yeah. 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 So
3: like, nah that's that's kind of cutting it too close you know i'm off every other weekend and then you know trying to do that family time and try to do other type of tournaments man it's just just not in my schedule so i I pretty i stay with the great lakes kayak fishing series you know i'm trying to get a kbl tournament in there somewhere but uh yeah that's i'm great lakes and uh kbl if i can
2: yeah how far away
3: from michigan are you uh i heard i was about four hours maybe five yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, it depends where you're talking in Michigan cuz you're you're in Palatine, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's he's closer to the city. Me and okay. me and Mr. Rodney are probably I don't know about an hour from each other, 45 minutes to an hour. Gotcha. You know. It takes
3: really? Maybe oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends it on up.
2: traffic, you know, good old uh-huh. Chicago traffic. You know once you get out this way it's you know you're kind of in the sticks rolling through cornfields but you know i'll buy rodney you know it could traffic and stack up real quick in that area but uh, uh,
3: some sometimes it depends it depends yeah but, uh, you go down the right road you'll end up in some cornfields out here too yeah yeah <laughs> yep that's true
2: too that's true too but so uh, what's what's kind of like your favorite go-to technique when you get to a new body of water and you want to start finding some fish? What are you tying on? What are you
3: throwing? I'm tying on the, I'm tied on the Bill Lewis Rattle Trap, man. Nice. That's what I'm throwing on. Um, I'm comfortable with it. I can sling it a country mile. Uh, I could cover water quickly, and uh, if it's fish out there on a the reaction, I could grab them. Yeah. So yep, that's what I'm going. Nice. That's my. That's my go-to. So, is it a
1: certain you, color? Or is it? Is it, well, I'm not familiar with that one, so you ought to forgive me. Is it just, I just try, one color? Or?
3: Um, I, I do multiple colors. I don't, I don't have a, a color favorite. Um, I just yeah. try to stay with like a shad pattern. You know, yeah, try right to on. match the four. It's like a white greenish. You know, maybe got a little bit of orange on the belly or a bluegill pattern or something like that.
2: Nice. So, are you mainly uh, mainly a power fisherman then? Are you? Yes, I. Yes, I am. Yeah.
3: Yes, I am. Um, one of my favorite, you know, bass fishermen was Kevin Van Dam for a long time. That's the way he power fish, man, it was like, it's on, you know. You know, yeah. power fishing, is, is 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 dope, man. And I'm, I have patience, but to sit there and throw uh, wheelers, bait, yeah. all day, is uh, It's it's mind blowing. You I mean you really gotta have patience. Like that national championship event down there and the, on. The, Caddo and those other lakes in Louisiana. And um Brian, I don't know if you was there but that yeah, whole that whole tournament was on a wheelers Cinco bay catching yeah, it to the streets for two days. I man, you mean you had to be mentally and physically focused to do that. And that's and it's really tough. And I, that's not something that I would rather go out there and throw a rattle trap or uh, chatterbait or sure. square bill you know yeah uh, that's having you know continued motion with the cast instead of just sitting there casting there and waiting until you possibly feel a bump you
2: know? yeah right no i know jay's the same way man he's you know he's a huge power fisherman and uh you know i i mean i was a power fisherman for a long time and then you know recently i started getting into the finesse game just to just to have a wide variety of techniques and stuff, I throw, you know. And I think, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever. I think usually if I'm if I'm going out, I'll start throwing a chatterbait, chatterbait or a swimbait. And then yeah. uh, if I dial, like a good pot of fish on, and I got to switch up to finesse, you know, I'll I'll do so. But um, I'm the same way, man. Finesse fishing can get grueling sometimes, especially ah, if. Yeah. Especially if there's not a hot bite for it, and it's a fish every hour or something, you're just like, man, mm. this is brutal. Brutal. It yeah.
3: is. It, it really is brutal, man. Oh my god, you know. But uh, it's a time. It's a time and place for it, you know. And I, I always have to. You know, spinning setups, set up either a Ned rig or sure. um, a wacky rig. You know, because it is a time and place for, especially you've got a lake where they got docks on it. But yeah. like, I'm okay with the finesse fishing if I can visually see something that I could toss to that. Sure, mm-hmm. but by being in an open body of water and you know using your electronics to and throwing a a, a shaky head on a hump, I can't do that. Yeah, But <laughs> like, yeah, you know, right. if I see a lay down or definitely what I – definitely my favorite thing is, like, if I see docks, I'm going to skip that Cinco all day, yeah. you know. But that's like a power fishing technique, Yeah, but it's, oh, know, yeah. it's using finesse, you know.
2: Sure, 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 sure. Totally I was power
3: fisher,
1: too, and, and I switched to finessing, um, and I've landed a lot more fish. And, and for me, I'm probably one of the few that I've never had any luck on on a chatterbait. I think I've mm. caught – especially in the rivers. I think I only landed – yeah, I actually – about three weeks ago one smallmouth on a chatterbait but you know this just a few days ago i mean a, a buddy's talking to me trying to get me into the jig game right so i ordered a bunch of jigs and threw it out there and you mm-hmm. know i nailed that 17 on a jig and i said oh man you know because there's it's at least here when it gets so daggone hot man um they're they're up under the banks you know yeah. they're in really tight cover and you cannot power fish you know <laughs> No, so it's definitely no. time of the year, um, but uh, I I found that finesse fishing is really working for me. I I think probably out of a lot, out of ten fish, nine of them been on finesse fishing this month. Where's right go? Yeah.
3: Right on. It's yeah. always it's always dope to add another weapon to your uh, mm. to your technique, man. It, yeah. it, only, it only makes you a better angler, you know. At the end of the day. Oh, heck absolutely.
1: Yeah you have to commit i committed to this entire one weekend i just said hey i didn't bring anything but two rods one of them was a spinning one was a casting i said all i'm fishing is soft plastics this whole weekend i didn't bring nothing else but soft plastics yep. so i was mm. forced to use what i had and figure it mm. out you know yeah. and i was throwing the fluke I, the second cast i threw a fluke i thought i was hung up because i like to i like to pitch really heavy cover too mm-hmm. and I, I just yanked on it man i pissed that fish off because he just shot i was like oh <laughs> man i thought i was hung up and he, you know, <laughs> batty 14 on there you nice. know? I was like, dang man so there yeah that's there awesome.
2: you go yeah it's uh that's something we always try to promote on here man like pick three techniques a year and just kind of dial those in and add to the arsenal you know it's it mm. like you said rodney it's only going to make you make you a way better fisherman if you got all that stuff in the toolbox man so yeah yeah it's cool man i've uh yeah. i've been working the shaky head lately that was one of them and i've been doing there really go. good with it you know yeah absolutely and, uh yeah yeah i dig it
1: and it's it's good only to bring a couple rods, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy who has multiple rods and I like, if I'm tournament fishing, I'll bring multiple rods so I don't have to spend time tying lures, yeah. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's also good to just go out and only bring two and learn how to tie those damn lures fast yep. in case yeah. something happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a skill. Wow. I don't think a lot of people understand that. You need to be able to switch lures really fast, get your mm-hmm. knots down, get it back in the water. Just mm-hmm. bring a couple rods and spend time practicing doing that, you know, you'd be yeah. amazed how much of a better angler you'll be.
3: Hey, yeah, you're right about that. You know, I got, um, in the beginning, man, I used to bring, I still do, but I, I carry seven rods to my tournament, seven rods. Same. And same. Uh, I, I guess about four or five of those rods got braided on it, and I'm a floor fluorocarbon and, uh, and leader to it. hmm And I was finding myself taking entirely too long to retire that leader. Or I'm trying to use this knot for this presentation, this knot for this presentation. I just simplified the whole thing. So I out of my seven rods, I got two rods that I actually use braid and I fished those straight braid. Um nice. everything else is fluorocarbon. Um my spinning, my spinning guy, of course my spinning guy is gonna have braid, but I'm still gonna tie that fluorocarbon leader. But yeah. I I I I committed to tying that uni knot on that fluorocarbon leader. And I committed to just going straight polymer man let's do the polymer is you know you bow 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 you know yep. it's done yep. and you know I'm not about to or I can't remember the name of this knot I think it's called a smith knot but you uh do it like almost like a clinch, but you uh bring it up this way and you'll drop it down and just go around the bait like that and loop it back through that hole and, and sink it down and that's a really strong knot and it's very quick. So like you were saying, Ricketts, man, just having something out there where you can adjust to really quickly, it, it definitely, you know, plays, you know, has place out there too. For
1: Absolutely. Sure. I carry seven, uh, uh, same, same way. man. I carry five casters and two spinners all the time, right? If mm-hmm. I'm tournament fishing, I have seven rods. Um, I use the double uni knot, and then I use Palomar knot, uh, combined, you know, and the tie my leaders and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it. You know, when I first did the double uni, man, I've just, these weren't working. You know, I was like, Man, this yeah. is difficult, but now I'm like Well those it, it fingers
2: actually... look like sausages, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: those man hands, buddy. <laughs> you need to ask your wife about them. Oh jeez.
2: Shots fired. Shots fired.
1: Jeez. So, but now, uh for instance, one of the outings uh two weeks ago, I somewhere in my in my school my my braid was i only throw a straight blade or braid and, and or carbon leader I, I don't have anything else on my my rods uh somewhere i got snagged my my line was snagged and it busted off and i saw the line floating on the water you know and i was able to just patch it up real quick get it back in here in case there's a fish on it luckily there was not and i was able to go ahead and correct it after that but those skills man they go a long way there's a lot of different situations where you needed to learn that you know
2: yeah i'm kind of similar to rodney man i used to run braid uh floral leaders and all that stuff and i really simplified it this year too man i put i spooled all my rods well not all but um i think i got three reels spooled up with braid just straight braid that i'm using for like top water uh sometimes i'm running straight braid for a chatter bait uh, things like that, and then um, even my spinning rods, man. I run straight. Uh, I don't. I think my spinning rods. I don't know if it's a hundred percent floral. It's uh It's the P line floral clear line mm. I've been using. I have some of that too. And I think it's like a floral coated mono or something.
3: Mm. I mean, um, it's something like that. Yeah. yeah it's like a, but I, I know, I, know that I was familiar with a copolymer. I believe that's what they was calling Yeah. It
2: and, uh, I picked that stuff up when I was down at Nickajack cause I had, I had, had a re-spool rod and it was cheap and man, I'm really digging that stuff, man. On my spinning rods for the finesse, um, I'll usually run an eight pound, eight pound in that and, uh, you know, run in a Ned rig or, uh, mm. Sanko or, you know, whatever, um, mm. I, you know i've just kind of simplified it and i'm always straight polymer knot. that's the only knot i ever use just Mm -hmm. because it's fast simple and easy you know when you want to save some time especially in that tournament scenario you know every second counts you know absolutely it does um yeah you could
1: tie palomar pretty fast i mean it's pretty simple but it's really effective and actually i think on my jigging rod i do run straight braid there's no leader on that yeah. Um, the p line i like the p line and, and i like the river fish but the rivers here have been blown out for six weeks straight right yeah. so i haven't been able to do that i'm spending a lot of time lake fishing um but in the river the p line was letting me down left and right i had to get rid of it and then i upgraded to 20 pound um fluorocarbon from american tackle the bushido fluorocarbon yep
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that's that's a game changer and that's not just because i'm sponsored by them i mean that braids or, or that fluoro you can't get it because it's always out of stock right everybody's buying it up as soon as it comes out and they even came out with 300 uh 300 yard spools now and um it's always out of stock because people buy it but it's legit super it's super durable man i love it so it it can even hold up if you're a river fisherman it'll hold up pretty good on rivers too so yeah buddy just a little brian plug there He's got me saying, yeah, buddy, all the time, man. My wife's like, yeah, oh, buddy.
3: It's yeah.
2: catching on, man. It's catching yeah. on. I Did You, you say, know?
1: Yeah, buddy, one more time. Now my son's saying it. Yeah, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah buddy. buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy.
1: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Larry the Cable guy when everybody would? would say get her
3: done. That's oh, all we yeah. heard for like yeah. every day from everybody
2: yeah. says, I'm get start her done. yeah, I'm starting the yeah, buddy trend. So. Yeah, you got it. It's, it's all good, hey, buddy. Hey,
3: man, come up, come up with a t-shirt, man. You got to get a t-shirt. Oh, I don't think yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I we, <laughs> we had one.
2: We had one, but uh the, it only ran for a couple weeks. And it says yeah, oh. buddy on the back, but I think uh, we need to permanently put that in the arsenal. But uh
1: absolutely yeah I grab,
3: one. I grab one for sure oh yeah
2: i'm trying to
1: grab yeah. one of them dakota shirts you got on in that hat man those are oh, dope man. Yeah, that yeah, hat it's, is dope man i
3: it's, it's got that swag man <laughs> i like that
2: yeah i like i i like that style where they put the logo off to the side you know Me instead too. of
1: yeah 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 bam See, bulky right there in the middle hair, so i wear hats like hairstyles i got like 50 hats so dakota let's talk man i need one of them hats <laughs> I thought
3: talk, I talked to I talked to one of my guys, please see if I can get you one out there, man. It's yeah,
1: awesome. man. I
3: would love it.
2: So uh I'm not familiar with this man. You're on the you're on the deeper team. What is deeper? I I'm not familiar. Deep,
3: deeper is a castable sonar, buddy. Um they based out of Lithuania. So okay. basically um it's a it's a wireless sonar, you know you had up to your ride and you cast it out there and you use your phone or your tablet, it, it com- it's got a signal Wi-Fi inside it, so you can actually cast up to, I believe, 250 feet and still get a reading from, from your sonar to actually map out an entire lake. Uh, you can map out a river. You can put it on your kayak. It comes with a, transdu- it's come with a transducer arm as well. You can put it right on the side of your kayak, man and uh, use a tablet like I do, you can and you can map that whole lake out just like you're using a Lowrance or a Raymarine unit or anything like that. Uh, it got uh, so the a... They're, mean, the, size they're of the, real... baseball, the size of a yeah. baseball, too. The size of a baseball, it's three ounces, you know, so yeah, uh, wow. I, would rec- I would recommend actually throwing it on some type of a heavy action rod or a swan bait rod or something like that with braid, um, but uh, it's a cool little device, man. Um, I was just using it the other day. I was uh out in Buffalo Grove mapping on a lake. Now that's where it really shines, you know. Um uh, if you're a guy who, you know, fish uh small reservoirs or, you know, small lakes and ponds and you wanna go out there and actually see what that bottom structure really is, man throw in a deeper. A deeper <laughs> pro plus. Um the, the uh the picture that you get on your phone or your tablet is fantastic. It actually has vegetation. you can see vegetation, you can see the fish around that vegetation and it, it has the key essentials, the water depth. It has the uh water temperature, you know, and it just has a bunch load of a small other little things on that app that you can use on your uh on your day out on the water. And that app is completely free. So okay. if 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 you looking at getting a deeper and you're not too sure, you want to see how the technology look. Just so go on the Apple or uh, Android or store, whatever it is, and download that deeper app, and you can run the simulator right there, and it shows you exactly how it looks when you are using it on the water.
1: Those are sub $200 too, right?
3: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, you can find so- them. You can find them on Amazon. You know, uh, Dicks Pro, Dicks, Dicks. Uh, I don't know about Bass Pro Shop, but definitely Dicks, Cabela's uh amazon for sure yeah
1: yeah right on so i see him i see him all the time field and stream i'm blessed here in cincinnati we have field and stream cabela's bass pro um all around us so we we get to pick whatever they're all within driving distance and i always see that deeper i don't own one personally but i've seen it mm-hmm. all the time and i've done a lot of research Mm-hmm. Like, man I, I really want one of those because i mean it, let's say you're on a budget for a fish finder yeah. um, so your lower end units like your your garmin um clear views and stuff like that uh, the mm-hmm. little four inch clear views um but that deeper man you cast it out two three hundred feet you bring it in and you if you work it like you were to f- like a fishing zone man cut it cut a cut a yeah. section of water and just dice it up you know yeah uh, you could really get all that stuff and and you're right really like i've i've looked on youtube i've watched the apps it was it's, it's weird that you actually are talking or that we brought it up, uh, finding out that you were uh, part of that program because now, mm-hmm. you know, I can ask you some more questions because is something I've wanted for a long time. And they run yeah. deals on them. Sometimes I see them like a hundred bucks, you know, I'm like that's. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure. Um, we just introduced the new one, which is the uh, deeper chirp. Um, it's the deeper uh, style chirp technology that they just introduced. So that should be hitting the shelves pretty soon. Yeah. They have an entry level, which is the uh, deeper start, um, and I believe that one is uh, sub uh, 150. I believe that comes in about 129. Nice.
1: So they uh-huh. float, right? They float on top of the surface.
3: Yep, absolutely. Right. So
1: for all you river guys out there, this is definitely something that you would probably mm-hmm. want. You know, you could throw it up river and let the current bring it down. And you're uh-huh. going to see anything along in its path. Right. So that's actually what I wanted to use it for because I'm a, I'm a huge river dude. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, that would be money right
3: there. That would just be That's money. exactly how I was using it because I had a, I had a little bit of a breeze out here on the water a little a few days ago. I just cast it towards the wind. I mean, the wind not going to deflect the thing is three ounces. So you can cast it where you want to cast it, right? So I, I just cast, cast it up current and just let it drift all the way down. And, yep. and I'm like, yeah, there, there you go, there you go. The fact that
1: they made it floating is is killer too because if you ever cast it, snap off for some odd reason,
3: you're not gonna lose it. You know, it's, no. it's gonna be right there on the water. That's Absolutely. key. Absolutely. Um uh, what else is shines about it? Um it only takes uh to put it into the USB port, you know, the thing only it, it only takes two hours to charge, to get a full charge. And what's the uh, battery
1: life on it? Like how long does it run?
3: The battery life on it is four hours. Nice. Okay. It's four hours.
1: So you pair wow. that up with the Dakota Lithium Power Box, and your money all day,
3: you can keep it charged. There you go. There you go. Bam. Because I, I was gonna say the the only because everything has a pro and a con, right? So the only con is that the app will, like any other app on your phone, will drain that battery. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know that's the that's the only con about it. So uh, if you're having something like a power box or having some type of uh, power supply to keep your phone charged while you're out there, man, you go all day.
1: Yep. So for, you know, my power supply, I always use a Nokia um, for my, I have a Lowrance Elite TI9. <clears throat> nice. And the way I have nice. it set up, I use the uh, I use Nokia battery um, on my Blue Sky. And my whole fish finder can be removed within 30 seconds to put on the new kayak. That includes transducer mm-hmm. arm everything you know Mm -hmm. um so i used the ocular for that but i want the dakota lithium power box because i want to keep my gopro charged i want to keep my phone charged i want to buy that that deeper i want to be able to keep it charged yeah Uh, if i run multiple gopros i want to be able to run cords out of the box have them going up the line instead of buying individual power bank Mm -hmm. power boxes you know and duct taping them no i'm not on that i want something that's legit something that can be easily transportable so I'm I'm looking heavy at that man. So I think yeah. I think man, I to add that to cart real quick. Let me pull that up and had to add that to cart. Honey, <laughs> there goes some more vacation money. Yeah. They <laughs> boy. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no man, I heard a lot of good stuff. They they sponsor the Michigan Ohio Kayak Trail, which I'm a board of directors on there too. And of course, oh, okay, um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna support who supports us, man. Hands down for sure.
3: Yeah, so, for sure, man. That's how it works, man.
1: Yeah
2: absolutely right on. right on um yeah i think we covered most everything right man i mean i want to
1: ask you about your pb man tell me about your pb do you do you have a, a pb story a personal best story you were talking you about seen... that musky, like
3: yeah man you seen, uh that was my uh that was my uh personal best musky, um and i caught that on that chatterbait yeah uh, but my personal best bass, you seen it, bro. That video, uh, yeah, when I was yeah. at uh, in uh, Louisiana where <laughs> I hit them with the a... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where he,
1: that cracks do you ever watch the Hodge twins on on YouTube That's like exactly, exactly is that where you got about?
2: it from? You don't...
1: He brings it in like that, that he's always, like, looking at his beard and the jawline. That's where I get the jawline thing. He's always kicking it to the side. Them dudes are the best ever, man. So when you brought brought it way back and came into the camera, I said, that's the Hosh twins right there, man. Yeah, that's funny.
3: That's great. That was my personal best. I think that was a six-pound, six-ounce bass, man, 22 inches, bro.
1: Yeah. I never knew how goofy I got over a big fish until I got a GoPro. Yeah, it was time to like you, you. know, you're loading all your footage and you're watching. Oh, I can't wait to watch it on GoPro. Then you then you see how goofy you are when you catch a big fish because you don't realize it at the time. You're just talking and hooping and hollering, but then you kind of see how other people would see you on the lake. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's great. Yeah.
3: It, it took some. It took some time for uh for that for like how you can get your you know to be comfortable being on camera. You know, because yeah. even if it, you know even if you just by yourself and you just filming yourself. But, you know, it's still kind of, uh. ah. Yeah. But when you start to get, you know, you want to do stuff like this or you're doing stuff for uh, a different company and they ask you, hey, can you do a video? It's kind of like, it's it's nervous, you know. You, you got to get used to using a GoPro and being on front of the camera for after a while. But yeah, dude, I'm so comfortable now, man. So to to do, like, goofy videos like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you know it's, it's fun
1: to me man yeah, well, that's what people love they love the realism right yeah. they, there's some people out there that are just very stiff and they it's very fine-tuned and polished that's i'm not a polished dude so i'm um, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give you realism as well now like for me i can have conversations conversations with random people and, and strangers mm-hmm. like like it's second nature to me professionally i talk to people i don't know all day long yeah. so for me that aspect is is no problem and have come like rapping with you right now um mm-hmm. the video being on video i was like oh it's a little goofy but then you know it's warming up to me now hey, yeah. we're,
2: we're gonna try this real quick i got i got the video pulled up we'll see if we can pull the audio off this hold on one second
3: i was <laughs> feeling defeated i was ready to go home Pack my bags, pick up the kayak, and go home. I'm cold, I'm wet, <laughs> I got the sniffles. <laughs> but I never gave up. And as it's called, a giant.
1: Look at that fish.
3: A giant.
1: Bring it in, bring it in. All right? There it is. Oh, I love that, man. I absolutely love that. That is great, man. I
2: remember when I saw that, I called Jay. I was like, yo, did you see Rodney's video? And he's like, yeah, I saw it. That was badass. (laughs) No, that's awesome, man. I mean, there's so... You could tell there's so much emotion built up in there, you know? Absolutely, like,
3: Oh, man.
2: You know, it's uh, – I know a lot of guys that struggled down there just because of the weather, you know, the bite, everything, man. And then you, you go and land a PB. It's just – man, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah,
3: man. You know, it, it's an amazing, amazing feeling. Um, and, and even though I was being goofy in a video, but I was serious, man. Dude, it was yeah. – it was – it was a – a decent morning, and then that cold front came through and stopped raining, the wind picked up, you know, and then with the rain and then the wind and it's cold, you out there, man, and it's like you, you, you're not going to give up, right? You're not yeah. going to drive 14 hours as to, you know, once the right. weather comes and go back to the ramp and send in the truck, right? No, right. You, you're going to stay out there and you're going to try to come up with a plan and you're going to fish, man, Yeah. and that's that's how it's going to do. I wanted to, get, I wanted to go home so bad. You know, I was at that point, I was defeated, dude. And um, I'm seeing guys around me popping them, dude. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. uh, Because the tournament day one, I got a limit, you know. And um, it took me, I was down there for 10 days. 10 days. Oh, wow. And the, the day before the tournament, actually, that's my first time getting on a bike. So it took me quite a while to actually. Wow figuring them out down there. So oh, once, yeah. I fig- once I figured them out and I figured out what the bite was on and um, found out the few selected trees that I did want to fish, and catching those first five and getting a limit that, that first day was awesome. I think that put me in 128th place. Nice. And, uh, and then um, I think I had 74 inches or something like that the first day, and then a the second day, I popped that six-pounder um, using a using a wacky rig, man, and maybe a foot of water casting it up to a cypress tree. And uh, the fight was on. And uh took a picture of that one, got him on the catchboard, took a picture of that one, threw threw right back out there, boom, hit another one. Um, another seventeen incher. Nice. And I was like, Oh man, I might be on something and then that front came in, dude, and a, it shut it down, man. It just shut it down. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me at Nickajack after I lost my phone, man. I was on a I was on a bite. I caught like an 18 and a half. And mm-hmm. then that fish that flopped off the board and knocked my phone out of my hand was like a 17 and three quarter. And then I was screwed, right? I had no way to take photos. So I had to go all the way back to the ramp, which was like a good half hour mm-hmm. from where I was fishing. And it got back to the ramp got to the truck got the gopro and right as i'm about to take back off a huge storm rolled through like straight up downpour winds causing two to three foot waves like all that and i'm like what am i gonna do sit here no i'm gonna jump in my damn kayak and get back out there but by the time i got back out there all the big fish had moved down and went lockjaw and i mean i was fortunate enough to catch a, a few shorter ones and put together a limit for the day but Man, I know how that is, man. It's just you know when that happens, you're just like, ugh. You know, you're just pissed. You got uh-huh. a few choice uh-huh. words, and you know it is what it is. But that's fishing, man. That's fishing. It, it,
3: it, and when they say it's fishing, that's how it really is, man. It's fishing, dude. You really gotta, you really gotta humble yourself and uh, yep, and, and be mentally focused and strong, man. Because you know it's not always you going out there and you catching uh, fish like that, you know. You right. think eight hours, I can catch five fish in eight hours, man. But it gets sometimes it get to like, holy shit, I can't even catch two, yeah. you know, or <laughs> yeah. one. You right, know? right.
1: If I skunk out, I get pissed. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, the other day when I was out, uh, when I caught that seventeen, Brian, that I, I posted up, I was getting skunked left or right. You know, mm. I was like, what in the hell? You know, and then I start doubting myself, like, yep. man, I don't even know what I'm doing out here. da 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 da. And then all it takes is one fish, and it changes your whole perspective. You know, okay. then you then you kind of figure it out and say, okay. You well, know, I knew what they were doing, and, and the bass in that lake were. I actually have it on on my uh, iPhone, but this one bass was so, it was, it was holding so high up in the surface. Man, its fins were sticking out of the water, yep. and it was right on the bank. And I threw everything at it, and I couldn't get him to even react. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I was uh, just a mental aspect of it definitely. You got to you got to forget that you're competing. You got to forget that you're in a tournament. And you got to bring it back to its roots and just go fishing.
2: Yeah, know? I I you know back in the day in the young youth of Brian's age you know I used to play a lot of golf and they say golf is 98% mental 2% physical and I think that kind of carries over in fishing man if, mm-hmm. if you're not there mentally especially in a tournament situation your day is going to be rough and yeah, uh, that, that was one thing uh, yeah. you know I had a hard time getting over for a long time man If if you go out for a day of pre fishing or just a day of fishing in general and you skunk you're like, what the hell's wrong with me? I lost my touch. Can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all these thoughts are running through your mind and uh, it, it, it's hard to make your brain just shut off and chill out and relax and just, just fish, you know, like we're, we're, yeah, like we're used to doing, um, you know, and especially in that tense, tournament situation, whether it be a small club event or a big mm. national championship event, if you mm. can turn that switch off and just fish, you're gonna have a good day on the water, I think. absolutely I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing, man. But uh yeah. That's what
3: so that's uh piggyback off a little bit off of that, Brian, and um but yeah, just having just having that focus, man. Like I, um, I got a really close friend of mine, and uh, we we fish around in the same areas, and you know do tournaments as well. And um, last year he was he didn't have a, the greatest year, and he it really you know it really played on him all the way over you know to this year over the over the winter. And I'm like, dude, you just gotta go fishing. You know, you can have a uh, uh, yak attack, you know, crate in half whatever amount of 3,600 Plano old, plain old boxes in there and how many baits it could be in the storage or in your truck. But you're only going to tie on five or seven, right? Right, right. Simplify it and, and, and put on a bait that you're confident in and that you know how to catch fish on it and just go out there fishing and that's even if it's going back to a peg weight and a berkeley black power worm okay right right i caught i caught more fish on that single worm than any other any other bait That's because it's simple it was the first bait that i actually used when i first started going bass fishing and i figured it out i figured out how i can use it and I figured and I could use it in a certain situations. So tournament guys or guys that's out there fishing, just that's to have fun, remember, just go fishing. Cause the if 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 you put too much of thought in it or or you you're you doubting yourself, you just defeating yourself. Yeah. You know, the biggest the, the biggest thing out there on the water is not to defeat yourself. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. If, I, if I'm saying that right, if you follow me right. Yeah. So just go out there, go fishing, be open-minded, and just let it come to you. And it, it, It'll come to you. It, yeah. it, it really will.
1: You actually just touched base on a key point, too, what you just said. You knew that that black Berkeley Power Worm was going to work. You knew that was going to work. But we as fishermen, we know that something's going to work, but we'll go the complete opposite direction (laughs) and use something else. Yeah. Right? Because we just went to the bay shop. We just bought this new chatter bay. We just bought this. We just bought this. Oh, everybody's Mm. just, I got to use it. To hell with what I know works. I'm going to use what I don't know that works. And then you get pissed when you don't catch any fish. You know, Mm -hmm. stick to what you know. There's a lot of hype on the market with a lot of different stuff. If you never use that and you don't know how that's going to work for you but mm. you have something in your tackle box that you know how to use and you know mm. that produces, use that shit on tournament day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right? If
1: it works for you over here, most likely it's going to work for you there because you know how to present it. There's a lot of versatile baits that will work statewide. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. that won't, some that won't, you know, but a lot that will. The, um. Your Cinco's, those are statewide fish. It doesn't matter where you're at in, in the country, that worm is going to work. You know, yep, so just stick with what you know. That's that's I mean what you just said right there is, is key to a lot to I think probably winning a lot of tournaments too.
3: Uh, absolutely absolutely stick to what you know, uh what you're comfortable at. And uh you'll go out there and you'll catch five fish, you'll produce, you might not get the biggest bag. Right. You know, but yeah. If you if you run these tournament scenes enough and you see the numbers, you see the same guys that's consistently like in a top five or top ten, they hitting anywhere from, you know, Mid 70s to 80, 90 inches, not even 90, about 84, between, I'll say between 74 and 84 inches consistently, those guys are always going to come in the top 10. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times that'll get you first place, especially on your local tournaments. Yep. And early absolutely. in the year, you know, in March, April, May, mm-hmm. that's number one. That's you get you do it in 90 inches in those three months, you're you're probably pretty close first, second, third, in yep. my opinion.
3: Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. For sure.
2: Well, I think that's uh, ending it on a positive note, right there, man. Rodney, why don't you uh, why don't you plug all your sponsors, your social media, where people can follow you and uh, your journeys and everything else, man?
3: All right, guys. So yeah, um, if you guys want to follow me, I'm on Instagram at uh, Rodney Hicks Fishing. Also on uh, Facebook at uh, Rodney Yak Savage Hicks. Um, and just want to give a shout out to my sponsors, man. Uh, Doomsday Tackle great company you guys definitely if you're looking for some soft plastics that really produce fish go out and get some doomsday uh tackle products um also want to thank uh deeper sonar uh and lithium never lost gear um woo tungsten you know all 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 those guys you know has made a played a, a a vital role in the success that i've been having out here on the water and um I couldn't do it without my my sponsors and my, you know my partnerships. Um, hopefully, just going forward, man, I could continue to produce some fish, man. My whole goal is to make it down to uh, Gunnersville and you know twenty twenty.
2: Heck yeah, man. Know?
3: So hopefully, I can I hopefully I can you know put my head down and go out and fish these last two tournaments we got out here uh, with the Great Lake Fishing Series. By the way, guys, uh, it's just that's a stand up series, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of good sticks. Heck in yeah. that series, uh, we got a guy uh, Keith Gerhardt from Wisconsin. He's always in a mix. Um, we have uh, Don Thompson. You know he yeah. fishes uh, KBL. He's always in a mix. Uh, good buddy of mine, Nick Van Gumpel. He's always in the mix. Um, Derek Aiken. You know Derek Aiken. Um, myself. Is that's a lot of good guys that's in, in, a, in a Great Lakes kayak fishing series, and I learned a lot from them. That's one thing I could say about tournament fishing. If you want to fish around, if you want to become a better fisherman, fish around the good guys. You know, fish yeah, around the guys that can go out there and, and, and slam. Heck yeah! Now, I remember one particular time. I don't know if you guys know him, but his name is Josh Bennett. He used to fish the KBL back in the day. And we had a tournament out in Monzonia. And this was, uh, I think it was my, either my first or second year. So I was still fresh at the tur- on the tournament scene. And he was sitting right next to me. And, and he was just casting all around my boat, man. Tearing him up. Pow, pow, pow. You know, bass after bass on a Cinco. And I was like, son of a... Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, you know, you you fish around those type of guys, you know, those guys that's good sticks, it'll make you a better fisherman, that's my point. For and, sure. Uh, yeah, but if you guys are looking for an organization you want to fish, you know KBL is a great organization as well. They've been around, they got some traction, they good guys, uh, great lakes kayak fishing series. Like I said as well, the hell if you want to do both. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we always looking for anglers, man. Um, what else? Um, yeah, man. Thanks for having me on the show. First hey. and foremost, yeah, uh, man, man. glad to man, pleasure meeting you, man. Yeah hey for sure man you too brian a stand-up guy you know always and dude uh like you mentioned in the beginning um you met me at that show and you got me that stakeout pole and dude you don't know how much that changed my fishing you know so i I thank you yeah yeah, yeah
2: no sweat man no sweat man you know you know a lot of guys have learned i know i'm i'm new around the scene here and uh you know uh i try to keep a reputation where i'm always willing to help man and not only that but rocktown adventures you know we're the we're kind of the premium local shop for kayak fishing and Mm -hmm. you know if anybody ever needs anything you know feel free to reach out man uh you know like i told rodney i ran down to the shop that morning before we came back to the show because he was going to be there grabbed his stuff and you know got him set up that morning i came and found you and was like hey man i got your stuff over in the booth so um, and it's the yeah. same thing, like going to tournaments, you know, like I'm fishing all these uh, KBF trail events. If somebody out there needs something um, and hits me up before I leave and we got it at the shop, man, I'll throw it in my trailer and bring it with me. So, um, you know, it's just, just helping each other out. You know, it's just such a great community. You know, everybody's willing to help each other. So um, that that's kind of the going going thing man for sure. But Rodney, thanks for uh taking the time out this morning to sit down and chat with us, man. It's uh it's good to finally get this one in the books, man. Uh we've been talking about doing this one for a while for sure. So
3: Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Yeah. I really dug it. appreciate it. Yeah,
2: absolutely man. So with that being said hey,
3: good talking to you too rick it's um before we get out yeah here, no man.
2: doubt man absolutely yeah pleasure meeting you man yeah absolutely man so with that being said guys uh if you got a question comment um you want to hear a certain topic on the show feel free to reach out to us at paddle the letter n in fin at gmail.com uh be sure to check out uh, the paddle and fin website that's just paddle and finn.com Uh, huge shout out to our, you know, supporters, uh, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Coyote Sunglasses, Sweetwater Brewing, Fish Mob Lures, Southern Lake Co., Michigan, Ohio Kayak Anglers, and then most importantly, guys, don't forget the Plastics Recycling Program. Save your, use plastics from this season, mail them to the address in the show notes. It's also on our website. Uh, Our good friend Eric Richards out there at Hammered Lures melts those plastics down and uh, donates them to Heroes on the Water chapters, so it's a good cause. And instead of throwing those plastics in the garbage to fill a landfill, let's reuse them. So with that being said, guys, we'll see you next time. Tight lines and smooth
3: paddling.